SBH's Kiss 92 and Eaton House presents Book Monsters Bedtime Stories Supported by the Singapore Women's Weekly Hi everyone, today at Book Monsters Podcast, we are very lucky to have Sean Xia with us. Sean is the author of the children's series, Our Amazing Pioneers, and he's actually Xiao Yuqin's descendant. Xiao Yuqin was a successful plantation owner. He was the first to plant pepper and gambia on a large scale in Singapore. Hello, Sean. Thank you for sharing this story with us. There's so much more that we can learn about our pioneers, isn't it? Hello, Ned, and thank you for having me here. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, yes, you're correct. We can draw many lessons from Singapore's early pioneers, like my ancestor, uh, Xiao Yuqin. While our ancestors lived in a different time from us, mm-hmm. they're inspiring life stories and values like willingness to learn, determination to never give up, and giving back to society after they had made a success of themselves. These are all very worthy to learn from. The main inspiration for my children's book comes from my daughter, uh, who is two and a half years old. Uh, I wanted her to eventually learn more about our family's history. And I started a project to tailor my previous works, uh, which were written for adults, into a children's uh, series of books. So my publisher asked me, uh, why not include the stories of other prominent pioneers as well, because they have also got interesting stories to tell. And thus, uh, the whole children's book series, Our Amazing Pioneers, was born. And Xiao Yuqin's story is one of many other stories that make up the larger Singapore story. Xiao Yuqin, The King of Gambia and Pepper Written by Sean Xia A young Teochew Taoke was close to giving up. He had tried growing tea, nutmeg, gambia and pepper in Singapore. But these crops had failed despite many attempts. I feel like quitting, he moaned. However, the young Taoke's friend, Thomas Church, persuaded him to keep trying. After all, the Taoke had already overcome many obstacles in his life. The young Taoke thought back to his early days. He had been born in southern China in 1805 in Guekpo village in Tenghai. His father had been an imperial government official, a secretary to the law court. Was it challenging to put your ancestor's story into a story for children? Well, I enjoyed the process of putting my ancestor's story into a story for children and I did learn a lot from this new experience. Actually, prior to this, I wrote stories on my family history for adults and not for young children. So, there were a few interesting challenges uh, that I encountered when tailoring Xia Yuqin's life and times into a children's story. It's actually quite different writing children's stories compared to writing for adult readers, and this is especially so for non-fiction. For the writing aspect, my goal was to write about history in a way that children would find entertaining yet engaging, as I previously wrote for adult readers. So it was about edutaining them. Uh, I had to simplify ideas or words for children, 
none of the words or the explanations are too historical or too technical and the words are meant to be accessible for a young crowd. Uh, since children's books are accompanied with full-page uh, illustrations, I also had to familiarise myself with how to write with visuals in mind and how to place words on the spread. A spread is two pages. And I had to also give uh, some guidance and pointers to the illustrator who was talented artist Mr. Patrick Yee. And then he would bring the visual to life in his own uh, unique way. I was very lucky and I'm very thankful for my publisher, Ruth One, because she was extremely experienced in the area of children's books. And she gave me much guidance and even linked me up to other children's book authors who gave me good advice and good guidance. The young Tao Ke had been educated in Chinese. His father had valued education, and learning to pick up knowledge quickly turned out to be a useful life skill for the young Tao Ke. Back then, China suffered from frequent famines and fighting. Many Chinese headed to Singapore in search of a better life. Thirsty for adventure and willing to strive for better opportunities, the young Tao Ke set sail for Singapore when he was just a teenager. The journey on the seas was rough and took many days. The wild waves and relentless rain punished the weary travellers. Some never made it to the shores of Singapore. When he landed in Singapore, the gutsy 18-year-old started working as a clerk and bookkeeper on-board trading ships. Under British rule, Singapore was a bustling port where people from different lands came together to trade. Many languages were spoken, including English and Malay. As a result, the young Teochew Taoke had to pick up both languages. I'm going to try my best and not give up, the young Taoke thought. Thank you. Terimakase. He kept practicing speaking in English and Malay. With his attitude of openness to learning, he was soon able to communicate with people of different races. After earning enough money, he set up his own successful trading business at the age of 25. What storytelling tips would you give to a parent who is preparing to read this book to their child? I have three simple tips. One, be dramatic. Two, point things out in the scenes or illustrations. And three, have fun. Being dramatic means telling the story actively, dramatically and excitedly. When you show excitement and passion, I guess it rubs off on children and they would want to hear the rest of the story. Secondly, point things out in the scenes, illustrations or pictures like the waves and the Chinese junks. My daughter in particular loves ducks and penguins, so she is always looking out for animals in every scene, so sometimes I disappoint her. Above all, have fun. I've always believed in edutainment, which is to be educated but also entertained. And if you have fun with your child, I'm sure they will have fun too. In 1835, the young Taoke expanded his business. He started growing cash crops. Back then, gambia and pepper were grown for sale overseas. Many gambia and pepper planters in Southeast Asia were Teochews, just like him. 
Gambia was cultivated with pepper because Gambia leaves could be used as fertilizer for pepper vines. While pepper plants took time to mature, Gambia matured quickly. That is why they were grown together to provide a steady income. However, the young Tauke found that growing these crops was very difficult. Many failed attempts made him want to give up. Still, after encouragement from his friend Thomas, the young Tauke decided to persevere. I'm going to try my best and not give up. The young Tauke repeated to himself. Slowly, he became successful. With much hard work, he eventually earned the nickname King of Gambia and Pepper. His plantations expanded to cover River Valley, Bukitima, and Thompson. The King of Gambia and Pepper gave back to society through charitable acts. He founded the Ni An Kongsi, an organization that supported Teochew migrants. He also helped support and manage Tan Tok Singh Hospital. When violence and chaos broke out in Singapore, he helped the British colonial government make peace between communities. He was a justice of the peace and helped maintain law and order in Singapore's early days. Today, traces of the King of Gambia and Pepper's life can be found through the Ni Ang Kongsi and Tan Tok Singh Hospital. He is also remembered through the streets named after him, Yu Chin Street and Xia Street. Who is this amazing pioneer who always did his best and never gave up? His name was Xia Yu Chin. The End What's the key message that you hope children take away from this story? Against the odds, many of our early pioneers, like my ancestor Xia Yujin, came to Singapore and made this their home, overcoming many obstacles to find fame and fortune in Singapore. After finding success by overcoming the odds and learning new skills, many of them gave back to society by helping others. They had care and concern for the less well-off in society. For example, even though he originally spoke Teochew in China, Xia Yuqin had to learn English and Malay to do business in Singapore. He never gave up even though his crops didn't grow at first. He also helped the less fortunate in society, for example, by starting the Nian Kongsi, a welfare organisation meant for the benefit of Teochews. He also helped to bring peace and stability in the settlement. So ultimately, I hope that children can take away the key message that we all have a part to play in shaping the future of our home, Singapore. By building upon the foundations laid by those who came before us and never giving up and always being willing to learn, those of us who came after can build an even better, brighter and stronger Singapore. And thank you so much, Sean. And this has been our amazing pioneer, Xia Yu Chin, the King of Gambia and Pepper. Thank you, Ned and Ethan House, for inviting me to this podcast and giving me this wonderful opportunity to share more about my ancestor, Xia Yuqin, as well as my series, Our Amazing Pioneers. I would like to say that reading is very important, and just like how I read to my daughter, Sarah, I hope that families can find the time to sit down and read together. 
Thank you very much. Book Monsters Bedtime Stories was brought to you by SPH's Kiss 92 and Eaton House. Supported by the Singapore Women's Weekly.